Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hey, this is Chris from the Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming IRLoneStar.com. And we also Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News, YouTube Live. And we're in downtown Conroe at our new studio, Lone Star Community Radio. So today, uh, my guests, they're both great moms, and they're going to talk about how they're aligned in their business as uh, working with entrepreneurs, other women-led businesses. So Kristen Cherry will be the first one, and she is the business coach of Heightened Leaders. And in the second segment will be Jessica Brassington of Mama Bears Rising, and we'll hear all about that. Mama Bear, I know about that. Sometimes you just got to get things done. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic are located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. And they treat everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals, where they focus on natural, holistic healing to relieve pain and achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacey Rogers has certifications in adjusting extremities, arms, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. She also has a lot of fun uh, days in the evenings for parents and their kids to come out, dress-up days, hero days, uh, what is back to school, your favorite um, sports hero, any of that. She's all about the kids. And in fact, if you're a new patient, it's only $25, and that $25 goes back to CASA, Kids Under CPS Cut custody. So, Roger Stein Chiropractic. The other uh, uh, sponsor for our show is Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. And if you haven't bought, sold, or invested, you're running out of time because the interest rates are going back to what they were pre-COVID. They are 6% and escalating. So get on it. Buy, sell, or invest with Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi, because a Sinisi name to remember. So what's going on around downtown Conroe? Well, the Players Theater Company will pre- be presenting their last performance of their 55th season starting this Friday and running through July 3rd with Dearly Departed. So it's a comedy about a dysfunctional family that goes to a f- funeral in the Deep South. So get entertained, go inside air conditioning, and get your tickets at owentheater.com. June is National Home Ownership Month, and you know Habitat for Humanity wants to help people get safe, affordable housing. So they are having a workshop this Saturday, June 25th, and it is at the Central Library from 9.30 to 3.30. That's just right off the feeder road before you get to 105 going northbound towards Huntsville, 9.30 to 3.30. 
you can go online, habitatmctx.org, uh, and find the applications, or they will have them there. So they are looking for people that want to be part of their home repair program or new home ownership. So, uh, again, that is this Saturday. Well, it's almost the 4th of July, although it feels like July with the weather lately. I think this is the hottest it's been in a long time. But Saturday, July 2nd, Heritage Place Park will be the venue from 4930 for the Big and Bold Stars and Stripes celebration hosted by the City of Conroe. And the Conroe Symphony Orchestra will be there. It will be a lot of fun. And, of course, What's 4th of July without fireworks? So at darkish, whatever that is, 9.15-ish, after the orchestra plays, there will be lots of fireworks. So get ready for that. Again, that's July 2nd coming up uh, a week from Saturday. Don't miss the Brian Black Show with special guest musical artist Stephen Pride with a tribute to his brother, country music legend Charlie Pride at Pacific Yard House, Saturday, July 16th. You can get tickets by going to Pacific Yard House and asking them, and this is sponsored by Betty and Jean Wolf of Charity Productions. So that's all the updates. We're going to take a quick break and be back with Kristen Cherry with Heighten Leaders. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. So we are back with our first segment today. I have a uh, Kristen Cherry here, and she is with Heighten Leaders as a business coach. And uh, you can find out more about them by going to heightenedleaders.com. And of course, they also have a Facebook page. And Kristen is no stranger to the community. She was part of a large franchise, Delta Life Fitness, with how many franchises across the country, Kristen? We had over 75 either sold or under development. Yeah. And then we had a pandemic. We did have a pandemic. <laughs> so you were very involved with that. You started that uh, with your sister, right? And yeah. your husband and the whole family, the four of you. Yes. And uh, were, you were part of that for how many years? About 12 years. About 12 years. Yeah. So you got a lot of business experience. Yes. And you brought in Heightened Leaders, Megan. And so tell me about that and how that process worked and what brought you to where you're at now. Yeah. So we met Megan when we first moved here, relocated the franchise um, to this area 
uh, about five years ago. Uh, Megan was actually one of the first people we met in Megan Allred. Megan Allred. Yes. Um, she, at the time, was an EOS implementer. We had known... What is EOS? So EOS is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Mm-hmm. Um, it's created by Gina Wickman, and she was an, a professional implementer for that organization at the time. We were aware of this because we had read all the business books, right? Gino has several out there, Traction being a big one. And so when when she approached us or we met her, it was a no-brainer. We knew exactly what she did, and we needed that. We had always been a product of coaching through the entire 12 years of our experience. So we're very passionate about business coaching. First, we were in a fitness business coaching platform. Then we went into... um, franchise consultant because we were trying to franchise and then when we got here um, we had relocated so really kind of uprooted everything and needed to really settle back down and get our leadership team aligned and Megan just came at the right time in fact um, we worked with her for about four years and year over year we had a hundred percent growth with her that's huge it was huge so tell me about heightened leaders exactly what it is and how it works so Heightened Leaders, the elevator pitch would be it's um, a business coaching firm that provides the tools, the guidance, and space for businesses to succeed. Um, but what we're best known for is what we call the Heightened Leader Approach. Uh, this is where we bring in business owners um, and the leadership team into session. We make sure or we just help them discover their culture, their mission, and their, uh, their purpose. Once they're clear on that, then we um, apply the tools and the and the. And the um, and the guidance, right, mm-hmm. for them to for that leadership team to start achieving business success, whatever that success looks like for that organization. Once they have a strong understanding on that, we then start applying um, what the mid managers of the organization need to start bringing that vision to reality. So you so, start at the top and then you bring down. Exactly. So, the, so the, at the top, they have to understand what the goals are, what yes. the focus is, what the mission is, what the vision is, and then, then you bring it down to everybody yes. else. Okay. And you know, a lot of times business owners have some of those things, like they under they, they know culture, they know mission, they know uh, passion, purpose, all those things. But until you get the leadership in the, in the same room and aligned in that is when it really makes a powerful difference. So how are you going to really tell the rest of your organization what it looks like if you're not super clear with your whole leadership team? And that was actually a realization of um, Josh, you know, one of my partners. He, him and I were sitting. And husband. A, and husband. Uh, <laughs> we were sitting at a Mexican restaurant one time, and we, and the guy had saw our logos on our shirts, and he asked what we were and what we did at Delta Life. And we answered two very different ways, right? Hmm, interesting. Um, they, they aligned, right? But we realized that if the two co-founders of the company couldn't really define that clearly, how are all of our franchisees and their teams? So that was something that was very impactful that we did with Megan at Heightened Leaders. So everybody's on the same page. Yeah, That's very important for a business. So you saw that it works. And so then you got into her fold <laughs> to help her. And so are you part of the business anymore, Delta Life Fitness? No, so investors officially have that as of January of this year. Um, So I decided to kind of take that next next step and decide what I wanted to do next. Um, Coaching and training has been the biggest part of what I did in Delta Life. So whenever a franchisee signed and they came on board, I trained them in our five-day Delta Life University. I went on site to do their uh, team trainings uh, whenever they were opening their studio, and then I held accountability calls with um, some of the franchisees to push them to the next level. 
So it was a very comfortable thing and I love it. I absolutely love being able to empower business owners to make their impact in the community with their business, but also get their life back. We, it doesn't always have to be pure chaos and no time on the calendar for anything fun. There is a healthy balance with the right guidance. And so I did that with Delta Life. So whenever I moved over to Heightened Leaders, it was such an easy decision for me. And you did that this year. Yes. So in October is whenever I came on with Megan. So I, there was some overlap there. I was still mm -hmm. with Delta Life. I still had some trainings I was doing. I uh, completely wrapped that up probably in December and was helping uh, manage the practice, managing our business uh, with heightened leaders, and then slowly began to build um, some of the sessions and offerings that I could provide. Uh, one of the first things Megan had asked me, uh, which made me giggle, because she knows, she knew our business so well, she said, how do you feel about processes? And I giggled because it is everything, right? I, I see the value. I mean, when you take a boot camp, uh, an outdoor boot camp, to a nationwide boutique fitness franchise, Scaling your business is everything, and in that is the processes. So um, I created an offering for our clients with processes, but um, another thing that, I ha that I'm about to launch actually um, in July is a mastermind for um, what we call heightened entrepreneurs. So it's not necessarily the leadership team yet, it's just the individuals or the solopreneurs looking to scale their hmm. business. They're doing all the work themselves. If, if they're not physically doing it, it's not getting done. They have no time in the day. So how to be more efficient. Exactly. Oh, and it's interesting. A lot of businesses will start off being the technician. They love it. They're passionate about it. So they're doing all the things. But, and it's working so well. And it works so well until this point where it's not anymore. And they can't figure out why what worked in the past is not working today mm -hmm. to get them to that next level. We call that hitting a ceiling or hitting a barrier in right. the business coaching world. And a lot of the solution there is to scale the, your business, meaning you have to lay that foundation in the work to be able to move to that next level where it doesn't require you, but you empower a team around you. Absolutely. Bring it you on. are passionate about this. I, I am. Oh, I love it. So the mastermind uh, class, what did you call it? Mastermind? It's, so it's the Heighten Entrepreneur's Mastermind. Okay. Yeah. And that is how long of a course? So it's a six-month curriculum. Uh, we meet about three hours a month. Um, I do some one-on-one -on -one with each one of the uh, attendees as well. It's going to be a small group. Uh, obviously, confidentiality comes into play whenever you're sharing the vulnerabilities of your business. Mm -hmm. But what it's going to do is set the framework for you to be able to understand your annual goals, to, to know exactly what your organization chart looks like in the future, because we have to look in the future. Um, we'll know who to hire, how we're training them, how we're implementing them into our current culture and, and really breeding that culture even more. So you move with that with confidence. And solopreneurs have, like, that's that's one of the struggles. It's all them. about structure, though, too. Structure and processes and how it you're going to move forward. Because as you begin to grow, it becomes out of your grasp. It does. Which is scary. It's so scary for a lot of entrepreneurs. That That's probably one of the scariest parts when I talk to people is I don't want to let this go because we know it's going to struggle a little bit or maybe we don't have a clear picture of what it's going to look like when it does transition. And you did hit on something else. They might have one skill set that got them to start their business, but they don't have all the others that you need. Let's just say HR or something yeah. like that to grow the business. Yes. You know, and they don't know 
how to do the accounting. They don't know how yes. to do different parts of it. So do you contract out? Do you build a team that does that? Exactly. Or what do you do? I gotcha. So you, know, <laughs> so. so you know what's cool about it too is we have another offering that will kind of, we intertwine this offering with all of our other programs because it's powerful. It's called The Working Genius. Um, and it's, a, it's an assessment, not a personality. It's, a product, it's 80% productivity, 20% personality. And we, take, we have our teams take it and then we, we, we demonstrate what it means. And basically what it's telling you is what fulfills you in your job and what drains you. And mm-hmm. I mean like, mm-hmm. like little tasks or big projects or ideas or getting everybody rallied up around it or helping, like all these steps are part of business. And we think that we have to be good and love all of them as a solopreneur. And then when you start realizing, one, it's okay that I don't love these and they drain me. But that's going to be the first thing that you so hand contract off. that out or get somebody to do it. Love your job I, I, again. Obviously. Love your company again. Oh yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do it. Myself, I hate billing people. I hate <laughs> I hate asking for money, and I've already earned it, so I don't really know why that's yeah. such a struggle for me. <laughs> it it is. I yeah. absolutely hate it. I hate the follow up. Yeah. Okay, have you paid? So I could have somebody else do it. So I'm out of the picture. I'm still the nice person, yeah. not asking for money. And then so it frees I get you that. up to do what you do best build your business grow your well, business correct correct galvanize the community around you so uh we do need to mention that um your husband is josh cherry and yes. he has and started his own business yes. offer offer genius, genius. Yep. and your son hunter who's 18 still oh so he'll be 19 at the end of this month has started his own business based on what they learned from in working together with delta life fitness yes so he is uh, a broker for franchises yes and, and helping people free yes. of charge to do that and now everybody's gone in their own direction mm-hmm. and, and following their dream per se it's kind of interesting how that all it's you know what's interesting out. is <laughs> We'll sit around the dinner table and we'll talk about how much our businesses intertwine with each other. They do. It, you know, that's the sad part. Whenever Josh decided to, to take his leap into Offer Genius and I decided to take the leap into Heightened Leaders, we've worked together for, for 12 years. So it's, it was going to be very hard. We loved hmm. working together. So it was mm-hmm. a hard step. We both agreed that it would be fun to just kind of be able to come back at the end of the day and talk about our day and they not each other not already know about it. So whenever we sit around the table and we talk about the businesses, for example, we had somebody over this weekend. Hunter is talking to him because he's franchising his business and he needs more franchisees. So Hunter's able to help in that aspect. Um, Josh knows the marketing world and how to franchise the business so well. So he's trying to mentor him in that way. And then we're sitting there and he was talking about how he is just getting so overloaded. His capacity is, is hit. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm really busy right now. And I was like, actually, I have a mastermind coming up that you would be a perfect candidate wow. for. So it all It works all intertwines. Together. We, nine times out of ten, are, we, we make a connection, whether it's a client or just a connection. And we can help, you know, by providing something from the other. From the other skill set. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's, it's very cool. So you are also helping the Woodlands Chamber, right? Yes. yes. That's an ongoing thing yes. that Megan started, seems like, several years ago. Yes. Time yeah. flies. <laughs> it does fly. Yes. So you're still helping them to keep their core focus. Because yes. I know at all the executive leadership meetings, they talk about all mm-hmm. those things. Because I've been to some of those meetings. And uh, her reach is pretty far. Is yes. it just Texas or? 
So where? I, our ideal client is going to be local. We just got the new beautiful space. We and where have, is that? Um, that's on Hughes Landing, uh, the third building. And we settled into it about a month ago. We have That's her second building. Yes, that's her second that's location. Exciting. And it's probably three times the size. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have conference rooms and podcast rooms, and we have uh, coaching one-on-one rooms. So we have all these availabilities for our clients. Um, so we can we can be able to to really do a lot of good work in the space. Um, She's growing. She is. She is growing. She's doing really great things. I was reading some uh, numbers that she shared. Um, our average, our average for the first year profit growth is eleven percent for every company, and her tenure for for our clients average is four. She's been in business for six years. So, I mean, we have repeat clients because this, the process just works. The process works. It works. So you have the new training facility, and uh, you help people with their um, organizational health, basically, yes. to make sure that they're still in line with their yes. mission and their values and everything that they want to achieve. And so you help everything from small businesses to larger businesses? Right. So when she brought me in, we, d- we talked about what that would do for the, the practice because she works with the leadership teams. And I talked to her about how we could really groom the businesses right before that to be able to onboard their leadership team, find success in them, and then move over to her. So like there's this, there's this process. Succession. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then there's little things inside of the session. So we have our main session, the heightened leaders approach. But then we also have other offerings where we hear what our clients are needing and we hear what the community needs. So we want to be able to serve the community in that way. So, for example, we, we just established what we call the readiness session. I mean, you, we've, we've encountered quite the stir in our businesses from COVID, from inflation. Sure. Um, what's funny is in Delta Life, um, right before COVID hit, I think it was December of, of um, the year before, we had did our strengths and weaknesses with Megan in a session. And we laughed to this day because we said um, COVID was never on the list of a weakness where we would be able to. Nobody ever thought that. <laughs> exactly. Right. But now we can. So where we're struggling with the inflation, I mean, we have manufacturing companies that can't get product. We have, uh, you like you name it, like there's right. a, the struggle that has come about. But it's not just for our clients. It's for the rest of the community. So we mm-hmm. need to find ways that we can help those businesses get through this instead of watching them shut down. So you're dynamic in your approach, depending on what is happening um, in the world. Yes, yes. In the economic situation or any other yeah. challenges, such yeah. as a health scare or anything like that. Exactly. So can you name a couple of your businesses that you work with? Oh, you know, I don't know if I can. Okay, so let's I not talk. We, we talked about the Wilderness Chamber. <laughs> but, okay, yes, they, so they, there's they there's <laughs> other uh, businesses that you work with in the community. Yes. So uh, you try to keep it local. You yes. try to keep it to yes. Montgomery County. But we do, we do have some that are afar. Um, she's flying out to uh, Minnesota, maybe, is our new, one of our newest clients. Most of the time, we bring them to us because of that new beautiful space. Sure. Sorry to derail this a little there, but we she she does have Zoom com- calls um, where she'll jump on a Zoom call with some teams. We have a team that they're technology and they are everywhere. I mean, everywhere across the states. So it's not like they would ever come to together in one place anyway. So we offer a Zoom for them, and we mm-hmm. and we typically will meet with our leadership teams once a quarter. So it's not like it's um, it's every single month with that big of an organization. So how can somebody reach out to you? 
So uh, f finding us on Facebook, finding me personally on Facebook as well. Uh, we, we try to post a lot. Uh, LinkedIn is also one that we try okay. to stay active in. Good. Um, we have something right now that the whole community is uh, welcome to join in. It's called the Thinking Project. Hmm. Um, and it's where we have a group on LinkedIn where we just post um, kind of question prompts, like journaling prompts for business owners. And what we find is being able to pull the business owner out of the, um, the business to work on the business is the most impactful piece there. Um, because a lot of times they know, they just don't have the space and the guidance to think through it. So the Thinking Project is one of those efforts for us uh, in the community to just jump in there. You don't even have to respond. It's just questions that you need to sit for 45 minutes a day, think about what the question is asking in, hmm. in, in your business, and then take action from there. Hmm. It's beautiful. Lots of innovative. Yeah, yeah. So very exciting. Heightenleaders.com. And will, will you have it on the website for your mastermind? group yes so um reaching out to us personally would be the best because okay. it's not on this website yet um it will be uh, but the, so what's the best way to reach out personally um so kristen at heightenleaders.com um c-h-r-i-s-t-i-n yes, kristen very, very unique <laughs> um let's see hl.coach is another way to get to our website um you can enter your information onto the website and it will go straight to me um and i kind of decide who they need to talk to whether it's megan or myself um, LinkedIn, Facebook. Okay. I'm, I'm all, I'm out there everywhere. So you can't miss me. Well, this sounds really like something that businesses need, especially yeah. after 2020, 2021, yeah. we're moving into 2022. And I gotta tell you, uh, Kristen has such a great smile and she's so genuine. You guys all are your whole family, you know, and it made my day when I had a sticker a sticky on my little car which is pretty identifiable you can't miss it. <laughs> and you were thinking of me just a little st sticky nice. note and you know kindness really matters Absolutely. wherever we are you know it just makes your day so much better yeah. so I wanted to thank you personally of course and publicly <laughs> this is a this is a sign to everybody keep a set of sticky notes in their car for that's when right. they see anybody's car they know and they, they know. just want to lift them up <laughs> yeah that's absolutely right so personalized plates matter too so. <laughs> yes <laughs> well thank you Kristen, and uh i look forward to seeing what else you accomplish yeah thank you margie i appreciate it and i've enjoyed this so much good good Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. 
Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Hey, tune in to The Bridge Podcast TX Tuesdays at 11 a.m. where we are connecting commerce with community, interviewing business owners and leaders in the community, allowing the audience to peek behind the curtain of what inspires, motivates, drives these individuals to have meaningful, positive impact in this community. For more information about the show, log in to IRLoneStar.com slash TBPTX. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six to take your first step into the radio world. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit CostaSpeaksForKids.com. That's CostaSpeaksForKids.com. Hey, tune in to The Bridge Podcast TX Tuesdays at 11 a.m. where we are connecting commerce with community, interviewing business owners and leaders in the community, allowing the audience to peek behind the curtain of what inspires, motivates, drives these individuals to have meaningful, positive impact in this community. For more information about the show, log in to IRLoneStar.com slash TBPTX. Okay, my next guest today in our show is Jessica Brasington and Cassandra Crow. They started an organization called Mama Bears Rising. So that sounds like a tough 
group and I, I love hearing the different conversation and the Facebook and that and y'all just got back from uh, the Texas GOP convention right was that yes. in San Antonio is it Houston? Houston. Houston okay yeah. I knew it was somewhere close but it kind of got off my radar for a little bit of time how was that it was great. It was my first time going. Um, I was telling Cassandra before that I didn't even know what GOP stood for. And before really? I went, if yeah. that gives you an idea of um, the extent of my knowledge before I started this with Cassandra. So it was it was interesting. It was really cool. Good. Yeah, we made a lot of headway. So we're really, we're that really super excited. It just revives you, it does. doesn't it, when you make yeah. headway? I mean, I was in D.C. last week and I felt like, ooh, Ooh, yes. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah. you're there and you can see it in process, and you can see start, how things work, yeah, and see so that people are listening to you. Yes, that's always very effective. Yes. So, uh, Mama Bears Rising, why did you start this group? So, in uh, last year, I had several friends whose moms or mother-in-laws were being murdered by hospital protocols. Um, or during COVID. Uh, during COVID or through neglect um, when they chose not to either take remdesivir or go with some of the protocols. And so we had a mutual friend that connected us on Facebook. She said, you have to meet Cassandra Crow. She uh, right is with one of our state representatives, Steve Toast's office. So right away we had um, several hours phone call conversations. So a lot of laughter and tears later we instantly connected as moms and Americans and Texans and started sharing about the things in the world that are going on. And so we said, you know, my background is in um, holistic health and wellness. I'm a, an advocate for that. And I have done things with uh, fighting against sex trafficking. And then like I've shared with you, Marjorie, um, being a holistic advocate for our veterans. And so we started seeing how everything is interconnected and it affects the other. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how our, our friendship began. I went to the Capitol after meeting Cassandra when our Montgomery um, congressional maps came out. Um, I didn't even know what that was before I met Cassandra, but I said, you know what? What Listen, a whirlwind. <laughs> it, it was like a lot. Like Cassandra says, we're drinking from a fire hose right? and getting in there. But I said, I can no longer um, allow ignorance to be an excuse. And I can't wait for the quote unquote politicians to do something. This is in my backyard now and I need to step up to the plate. So I testified in front of the Senate and one of the quotes I said there, um, I said, this mama bears out of hibernation and she's not going back to sleep. So in May 3rd, which it seems longer than that, but it's actually seven weeks ago, uh, we were like, okay, let's find a way to really um, have a place because people were going to us for guidance in these areas. So, so we wanted a platform, a platform one mm -hmm. platform, bring all this information together and help the everyday average mama uh, just connect the dots. And so as we were thinking of a name, we said, ooh, Mama Bears Rising, because that's what we're doing, yeah, and that's like what we it. need for this movement. So oh, very good. here we are. <laughs> yes, and uh, I guess I had kind of forgotten you worked for uh, Representative Toth. He's mm -hmm. been helping me a lot. Too. Oh, he loves oh, wow. you. and He helped me accelerate it to uh, Senator Ted Cruz, which I had an hour meeting with last week. Wow. wow. And it was fruitful. I believe so. I yes. don't. Feel like he will forget who I am that's amazing so yeah you know I said uh, since you know about all this now what are you going to do about it that's the yes. big question <laughs> so, yes and that's I told him question. I said so as Texas goes so does the country make it happen mm. it's true yeah it's very true so 
anyway uh so you have a website also mama bears rising.com your facebook group and so how are you engaging other moms in the community well, once we once Cassandra and I got together, we said we need a platform for the everyday mama, but then we didn't want to stop there. We said we are going to provide a place to really educate uh, the mom and now the dads. We have uh, dads that are joining in as well, and then showing them how to engage and what action they can take on the local level Advocacy. to really, yes, mm-hmm. move okay. that needle for change. Because much like myself, and, and a lot of people are like me, or I was, it's like, okay, I'm going to vote Republican and I'm going to vote for the president. And all this distraction over here keeps you from where you're most powerful, which is at your local level. I didn't know who my rep was. I didn't know anything about commissioner's court, much less my sheriff. So that's what we're wanting to do is come alongside uh, the citizen. Share education. And just share yes. education, but then also say, okay, don't get overwhelmed. We're going to be here and, and be that community for you and take you through the process mm-hmm. as well. And we have four kind of four pillars that we focus on um, to do that. Um, so what we found is that this is where, this is how we affect change. Um, we've got the community, right? So the mamas and the daddies in the community, mm-hmm. the citizens, and getting engaged, being informed, first of all, because there's no action without information. Um, but information without action is also, you know, not going to get you right. And so we knew that we needed to inform and mobilize, activate, advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, so the citizens, right, the moms and dads and anyone, um, the local governance. So right now we're working to protect kids in schools and from even media and social media from um, sexualization and grooming and things like that, right? So where do we need to go for um, advancing better policy in schools? Well, okay, it's going to be your school boards, your state Mm -hmm. board of education, um, even your TEA, right? So that's pillar number two is the local governance. If, if we were talking about a Second Amendment issue, we'd be talking about commissioner's courts and your constitutional sheriffs. So it's where is your local form of government where you have elected officials that have are, are appointed there or elected there to represent the values of the people? And we need to go to them and we need to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're even having to educate them on mm-hmm. what their roles actually I'm are. I'm agreeing because... I've been there, done that. You're doing a grievance (laughs) process. You have to start, in my case, with my local congressman, because this is a federal issue. Right, yes. But answers are to the uh, local presence who represents me. But it depends what your question is, if it's a local question or what level you need to go to. But we do have local representation. We do. For everything. For everything. And a lot of people don't know that. And then you need to use them as a vessel to push it out further. Mm. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. What is the role of of your state rep? What is the role of your state senator? What's the role of your elected congressman that goes and represents you, you know, in D.C.? And And how are are they they representing it's, yeah, and a lot of people don't know. And so we're really, yeah. like, just not even informing people on issues, but really informing and engaging in the process. In the process. Right. And in, in order for them um, to advocate for you, they need to be educated. They right. need to know in order for them to what advocate your for themselves. platform is, what they need to do, how they need to do it, what results are you looking for, all right. of that, the whole process. Right. 
And so then outside of that local, then you've got your, your, your very local, you've got your state. So you've got your, that's where your state legislature mm-hmm. comes in, your governor, right? So that's pillar mm-hmm. number three. And pillar number four, really important, is the church. So we're really wanting to engage the church. That's good. And have the church, no, have the church step up because a lot of the things that, especially that we're dealing with, the issues mm-hmm. that are important to us, the issues mm-hmm. that's, Im- issue that's important to you right now, they, um, and really all, because govern- government as a, whole, as a whole, right? So there's this misconception of separation of church and state that's really taken out of context because that was always for the purpose of ensuring that the state didn't ir- interfere with the church. It was never for the purpose of keeping the church out of government. So how do you approach the church? Well, that's that's a great question. So what <laughs> we're doing is we're appealing. We're appealing yeah. to pastors right now. So we have not um, gotten the response from pastors that we want we have some really amazing pastors steve riggle over at grace woodlands Mm -hmm. is amazing jess larson at sojourn baptist church right in oak ridge north amazing glorious way church over there in champions area these are a few of the churches that are really um standing up and saying wait a minute this is a farce to believe that pastors have to stay in their lane and that when it comes to quote-unquote political issues they have no role well Political issues are often sin issues. They're often cultural issues that have to do with the heart and really the sin and 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 things that are getting us to these um, places where there's just there's a total cultural you know spiritual war happening all around us. And if not the pastors, then who? Right? If they're not going to stand up and speak to these issues from a from a biblical standpoint with truth from the gospel of these things, because we've given instructions for all of it. Well, then who do we go to? So what we found is we've got these rock star pastors. Other pastors are a little trepidatious about it. And you know what? I have to give them the benefit of the doubt, first of all. And I have to say, they just must not know really how bad it is and how much their flock, the families in their church, we are fighting for the hearts and minds of our children every single day, all day. And we're fighting against everyone. We're fighting against TV and social media and radio and billboard signs and going into stores that you think would be benign, like Party City, but you're, you know, you're hit in the face with an ideological, you know, um, narrative and agenda that I shouldn't have to think about. I can't take my child to a certain store during a certain month because they're going to be exposed to things that then they have questions about that they're too young to understand and and you know maintaining that innocence right and so how old are your children oh mine range i have my oldest is 28 then i have 19 a 13 and a 10 year old okay yeah and you jessica so i have two stepsons 30 25 and then three girls 18 16 and 13 so um we're we're in the trenches and when you're a mom it's just ongoing it doesn't matter their age just different season right yes and that's why we're so thankful for grace church because actually that's where we decided to do our official launch with the screening of the documentary called the mind polluters and in that documentary they are exposing the Um, the grooming that is taking place in the schools that is a lot of times leaving children more vulnerable to uh, trafficking and and we talk about things like that as well abuse and it's so many levels and we also 
share about how when children are exposed to the sexually explicit material at a young age, their, their brains aren't ready to handle that. So there's a trauma that happens and redirecting their neural pathways. So a lot of times people hear this, um, I shared earlier that I'm on the board of, um, of an organization and we help organizations that rescue uh, traffic traffic children as well as provide restoration for survivors and so we've seen the different parts of that and it is it's dark and it's deep and it can be overwhelming but ignorance is not bliss we have to like Cassandra said maybe some people don't understand the severity of it but it is all around us and it affects every facet of society and our nation and so we have to have the hard conversations and start the process Mm -hmm. so we're so thankful to that church for stepping up and we're hopeful that others will start talking if they have the tools and resources. So So one thing that we're appealing to churches um, in our area right now is to do a pastor's forum. And so what we're thinking is, okay, let's bring the pastors together in a more intimate setting and maybe do a screening of the mind polluters for them so that they can see it themselves before committing to show it to their congregation. They can see it for themselves. We Mm -hmm. can be there to show them, okay, not only is this happening in this documentary, um, but it is happening in right here in our community, a place where, you know, you look at these things and you're like, okay, I can see how that could happen in in other places, in other states, but no, not in Texas and absolutely not in Montgomery County. Well, it is. Is it because we have a horrible public school system, horrible administrators, horrible teachers. No, absolutely not. It's because there's an agenda that they started planting seeds for four decades ago that now we're seeing the fruit. We're seeing mm-hmm. the fruit of this really bad science that that is started the whole sexual revolution by a, a man named Dr. Um, Alfred Kinsey, who was a pedophile and a sadomasochist. Yeah, that. And he um, he is the godfather of the sexual revolution. He's the one that actually wrote what is now used in comprehensive sex ed all throughout America. Well, what his fraud science, by the way, it was all done with pedophiles. Um, They were actually abusing children and timing a stopwatch to see how many times that child could show that they had a pleasure response. That pleasure response was them screaming and crying. And so what they did with that bad science is they said, hey, look, everybody, children are sexual beings from birth. How dare we keep them from being able to enjoy that? Not only are they sexual beings from birth, but they can consent. And how dare we stop that? Well, he literally, with in combination with Planned Parenthood and Hugh Hefner, who funded all of this, which now is comprehensive sex ed, which is all throughout all of the schools. And a lot of people, if you don't know the history, then you can't understand how in the world did it ever get here? Well, it's always a slow fade, drip, drip, drip. They didn't just jump right out of the gun with it, but they're willing to play the long game, right? The enemy, the other side's always willing to play the long game. We tend to be more reactive and responsive, just living our daily lives, assuming everybody's going to stay in their lane um, because we want freedoms. And so we, we want to give other people freedoms. And what we did a little bit was we kind of fell asleep at the wheel. And a lot of things now we're having to be, we're having to respond retroactively But we also have decided that's not going to be the extent of what we do. We're going to fight the battle that's already been brought to our front porches. But we are going to proactively 
take on the mindset that the enemy always has and said, and what do we have to do now? What laws do we need to put on the books now so that in 15 years from now, they're not trying to then, you know, put something else, um, you know, Mm -hmm. force something else on our children. So how did you uh, connect this with the GOP convention? Well, the 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 pillar of, yeah. of legislation, we we realized. I mean, did you go there and share all of this with other people? Yeah. So Jess testified um, specifically. If you want to share that, yeah. So I went um, before the education subcommittee, and this is something that personally affected me. And so we were uh, moving to repeal SB three nine three. And uh, what is which is what? So that is basically saying that when um, something that occurs at school is less than a class C misdemeanor, it does not have to be reported. So one of the problems, if it's a class C misdemeanor, class if it is a class C misdemeanor, not higher, it does not have to be reported. So what's happening is so many things in the schools, whether it's against a teacher or another student, are going unreported, and administration is uh, left with the. the decision if they can handle it on their own or not. So I went up and personally testified for that. And one of our state representatives, Steve Toth, he is, we had a press conference about the Protect Teachers Secure Classrooms Act. We collaborated with Innovative Teachers of Texas, Melissa Martin, and that is a professional organization for teachers with, it's for teachers, by teachers. So we had a lot of support there and uh, really getting the different people in our community, teachers, parents, to voice their opinions, law enforcement. Um, like Cassandra said, it's not that we are against at, at all, you know, teachers or public education, but we're looking to see how we can make it better and safer. So that came into play there. And then um, Cassandra might have the exhaustive, the more of the list, but keeping those sexually explicit materials out of the hands of children in education. Because what we found, and I found in my experience as well, unfortunately, is that a lot of things that would not be allowed in a public place are allowed in schools. And we believe that schools should be safer for teachers, staff, and students than the corner gas station. Um, So it it all, like we said at the beginning, it's all connected. And so that's how we carry out our pillar of legislation. You went from zero to 90. (laughs) I just jumped right in. This all works to just jumping right in feet first and making a difference with advocacy. That's pretty amazing. Yes. So you have a conference in July. Tell me about that. Yeah, so July 29th and 30th at Grace Church, and we are going to have a conference. And like Cassandra said, we are wanting to really be proactive, not reactive. So the first day will be for educators. Second day will be for educators, teachers, and students in the public and families, yeah. and families in the in the public school system. And what we're wanting to do is really before the school year begins, let them know from day one these are your parental rights. Your your teacher bill of rights, your student bill of rights. And for example, in Texas, we are an opt out of opt in sex ed. So a lot of parents, y'all know how it is. It gets busy. You're doing a million things. Your kid comes home and says, hey, sign this. Mm -hmm. And they're not really reading it. So we want everyone going into the school year to be proactive and say, okay, when school starts, I want my opt out form. Kind of giving them a checklist and how to really have those tools going into the school year that they need to be uh, successful. And um, we also have 
tomorrow actually is a school board meeting coming mm -hmm. up and um, it's 6 p.m tomorrow june 21st 6 30 conroe, conroe isd, ISD. Mm -hmm. and it's at 3205 west davis we have some parents and i actually had a dad reach out to me this morning saying hey i want to go and speak i want to be on the shack that's something we're informing parents about i didn't know what that was either um, before getting into mama bears rising do you know what the shack is see yeah so every every um school district by law has a shack that's it's SHAC. It stands for School Health Advisory Council. And what they do is they vote on any curriculum or teaching materials that have anything to do with health, nutrition, and sex ed. So um, these are majority, they're, or they're supposed to be majority parent voters. Um, sometimes they're out of compliance, which we have to look at that. But um, we, when we engage other, other um, like-minded individuals to get involved in your shack, then you have a vote. You have a, 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 a voice in approving those sex ed materials. So, mm -hmm. for example, in Tomball, Tomball ISD, just last week, our, our awesome friend Jennifer Cracky, who's on her shack there in Tomball ISD, she, um, she had testified against um, the, the only SBOE-approved um, sex ed curriculum. is the only SBOE-approved one, so there's one that we have to choose from, but it does not identify mothers as mothers. It identifies um, them as birthing people, right? So she said no. We're not gonna. We're not gonna start this. We're not gonna start this slippery slope. And so um, she stood up. Their shack voted it down. That's so weird. Birthing, birthing people. people. Birthing people. I mean, yes. that's what a mom is, right? And so that so, is an element of grooming. Literal. That's that element of grooming we're talking about because grooming people think, oh, pedophiles groom. Grooming is is anything where you are um, inserting information um, in front of a, a an impressionable person that that has no. Um, context there right so for example one of the platforms that we were successful in removing from conroe isd is called prodigy it's a platform that's used for math games and what prodigy did from their corporate standpoint was they decided they needed to be inclusive and so they um they took certain questions and they made them um they, they made them gender um Instead of only referring to genders as boys and girls, they changed it. So here's an example of a, of a fifth grade question in this module. module. It is, um, there are 30 students in a class, 15 of them identify as non-binary. What percentage of people in your class identify as non-binary? Now, what does that need to do? Uh, what does your, um, your gender identity or your sexual orientation have to do with There's math in a fifth grade? Nothing, this right? This is all just... So crazy. So if somebody wants to be part of this conversation because we're running out of time here, yeah. what's the best way for them to connect with you guys? I would say go to mamabearsrising.com, and from there you can join our community and also on our Facebook group, Mama Bears Rising. We have a page on there, and then in our community it is a, a closed group, and you you can find out updates and how to get involved and just ask be part us of the conversation. Just be part of the conversation. Well, I appreciate you both coming on and Thank sharing you. your wisdom about things I was not didn't know anything about but that's good that's what you do right Thank so you you're right you're tough mama bears and I'm part I, I'm glad to be part of your tribe yes <laughs> so. we are so thankful and we love yes. you and have so much respect for you and are so thankful to be here well, thank yes. you ladies thank you
Thank you. So that's our show for today. And uh, we give thanks to the uh, tough woman who came on today, both Jessica, Cassandra, and Kristen. And uh, we appreciate our sponsors, Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Margie Taylor, Conroe Culture News. <laughs>